0: Hello, and today I'll be assessing the control exerted by owners, revenue generators, such as advertisers and politicians, and the impact it can have on the public services. The world is obsessed with news, scandalous gossip and stories, whether it be about their favourite celebrity, football team or local church, news sells. But how much of this news portrayed in the media can we trust? Perhaps we're just reading the opinions or views of that particular company's owner, wanting to get his or hers views across to the nation. Most journalists would more than likely enjoy speaking the truth, but without financial backing, they're powerless. When it comes to looking at the independence the media has from their revenue generators, it paints a fairly similar picture. That if you have the money, you can pretty much twist and turn any news story into anything you want the public to hear. It's quite simple to evaluate a media outlet's independence from the revenue generator, as it is a certain product. For instance, a TV show. Viewing figures drastically drops. This is likely due to something happening or being said on the show. Media and politics have always had a history... Some even describe it as a dog-eat-dog scenario, but there is very little in the way of evidence to suggest that the media is totally independent of politicians. We'd be absolutely lost if we didn't have media to keep us informed on day-to-day happenings in Parliament. Even the slightest of embarrassing moments for a politician could make interesting read for us as the general public. So is it any wonder to that politicians want to control the media? Well, in some countries they do. Media outlets are eradicated and journalists find themselves harshly incarcerated for speaking their opinion. Evaluating the independence of media from its owners can be a tricky business. This is because different newspapers and TV outlets have built up specific characters over time, usually reporting on the same topics. For example... The Sun will print, gossip and fabricate the truth, whereas The Guardian will focus mainly on reporting the actual facts of a story and pick up on the main points, not just ones which are more likely to sell papers. In other words, they build up a specific style and stance. Style is what is, in a nutshell, what I explained in the previous paragraph. Different papers reporting different stories aimed at different members of the public, usually the lower, middle to working class stance is what political views everyone has, whether it be right wing or left wing. Owners can influence the style and stance of their media companies to either make more money or to express their own views to the nation. Major influence on the media is definitely a negative thing, demoting free speech, reducing objectivity and most alarmingly distorting the news. A big example of this is media tycoon Robert Murdoch. This is the most powerful man in media today. He owns The Sun, a stake in Sky TV and most of the media outlets in Australia. Proving that Murdoch has influence over his media is difficult as he clearly watches his tracks. The media can have a tremendous impact on public perceptions of events related to the public services. The coverage the media provides can either strengthen public support for the services or paint the services in a very poor light. The media can provoke public anger, create further disorder, generate public sympathy, create moral panics, or even expose issues or provoke discussions. The media often portrays the public services in a very different way to how they actually function in real life situations. For example, in TV dramas... The crime is always solved and the criminal is always caught and sentenced. Whereas in reality, the chances of catching a criminal for an offence are relatively low and a lot of public services work in a very, is very routine. However, this wouldn't make for very entertaining programmes so the media manipulate the facts to make them more entertaining.